Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Now, you probably saw the interview with Troy Merrick, heard about the fact that I went to this awesome wrestling show, and then this thing happened. I was in the crowd, and one of the guys that I called the New Age KO all night long grabbed my beer, after asking, of course, politely, you know, the maritime way, and took it and smashed it over the heel's head, and it was amazing. It was a moment, and he's the only person I would let do that. This man <laughs> right here is Justin Newhook, a.k.a. the Newfoundland Nightmare. What is going on, my friend? Not too much, brother. How you doing? Thanks for that. Uh, it was a good intro. It was fun. <laughs> it was, and it was a really fun night. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we got to talk before, because as soon as I looked around and saw who was standing there, I was like, yeah, I'm grabbing his then. I felt really bad. I didn't realize how much was in the cup. <laughs> until until I grabbed it and I said, "Well, I'm gonna take a sip." And then when I I, I looked the video back, you can see a lot of beer go first before I actually hit him. But ooh. yeah, it was a it was pretty much a fresh beer. I think I had two drinks out of it. <laughs> the color for the uh, the delicious. I think it was like the Galaxy or something. It's like such that. good beer. Every anything oh, they make is great, but Galaxy is really good. I got to pause for the cause though, because we are brought to you by someone else who makes beer, Boxing ooh. Rock Brewing Co. This is their puck off Lagerdale. Be sure to check them out. They proudly uh, sponsor this show, so got to give them their shout out where the do is due. But awesome. the matches happened at the beautiful Propeller Arcade, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it is an intimate environment. And why mm. I laugh about the beer incident there is a few matches earlier, there was a gentleman in the ring who likes to wear his grandmother's clothing, the robes, having fun <laughs> as a heel. He mm. went flying out of the ring. And he wanted to knock my beer into me. I stepped one step to the right. And my friend, who is the most quiet, gentlest guy, got a wave of a brand new beer just right over him. And as soon as he got up, he's like pointed at me like it was supposed to be for me. Yeah. I love every second of it. it awesome. <laughs> that but what is do you awesome. feel about those those matches where the fans are right up on the ring. And by the way, I hit the ring so damn hard, my wrist hurt the next day. So. Oh, I was watching some of the clips afterwards. You were you were jumping up and down. I love them, man. Hey, yeah. that's that's the way it should be. Like, I yeah. love that. You're right close. Everybody can chirp and have fun. The interactions are real and fun all night long. Yeah. Um, for you, though, wrestling those matches, I asked Troy the same thing. Do you like sitting more, you know, with a crowd and a barrier so you can work? Or do you like being able to interact and play off it? Or does it depend venue to venue? Venue to venue. I love the fact that, uh, you know, you go to some venues and they got the metal guardrails. You go up to ECPW up in uh, Cape Breton and they've got the metal guardrails around to keep the fans away. And then it allows you to work around the ring and do a lot of stuff. And I like getting thrown and throwing people into the barriers and stuff. So that's fun. Um, but then in, in shows like that, it's just the, in, the intimacy is so much more and they're right there. So like you can just hit, hit something, turn over and look at one fan and give them a wink or, or just make this one little sly comment and it just trickles around and it just, and then the fact of like something great happens or they love something, they're all beating on the ring and it's just, it's really good. So it all depends on environments and, and uh, the companies that host them. But uh, pro wrestling unleashed has something extremely special there. New Scott has built something that's just beautiful there. Yeah, I really like the way that it all comes together. And, I mean, I hadn't gone to one like that. I've been to wrestling events where you have the barrier and then you have the guys doing their thing, and they'll interact with the crowd a little bit. But that was right up there every single match. You're yeah. right there, and it's in your face, and it's amazing. But what I liked the most was the interaction phase where everybody was talking 
and having fun and going back and forth. The banter was there. Um, for you, I got to ask the question, how did you get in to wrestling? What was your moment uh-huh. where you were like, hey, this is for me? Was it a show you watched? Was it getting involved in a match? Was it going to a wrestling school? Or was there a moment when you were watching wrestling where you're like, this has to be me? Uh, so growing up, I grew up in Cornerbrook, Newfoundland. There was no independent wrestling on the West Coast. There was backyard wrestling that I never got involved with. I knew the guys that did it, uh, but I was just under the age where they wanted like, – they, they were like strict about – who could do it because of their age. Like if you were too young, they didn't want you getting hurt. So yeah, in a, in a, in a weird way, they were so respectful about it all. But uh, yeah, I remember watching some of that. I remember uh, seeing a friend doing a running shooting star press off a two story house onto a guy through a table. You're like, what the fuck is this? Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I seen two independent shows come through the West coast. They were okay. Um, you know, for the time frame that it was, I think it was like 2005 or something around that time, or maybe a year before. So, uh, independent wrestling was still growing on that sense. And then I moved to well, join the Navy, went to the West coast and then got posted to the East coast. And I still didn't know what independent wrestling was at that point. I didn't know, I didn't know the history of the maritime wrestling. I didn't know, uh, 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 Grand Prix or uh, Real Action Wrestling, all that stuff. Never heard anything about it. So then I met a friend in the Navy. He was an officer, and he introduced me to like Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, all these just uh, CZW, all these crazy things that I just how did I not know about this? And it's because I like grew up with you know not that much money, not good internet connection, and not good connections to uh, to be able to do tape trading or anything like that. I didn't know that was a thing until I yeah, you know, seriously, you know, yes. didn't know any of that was a thing. So uh, yeah, we met each other. We went to a uh, TCW show over in Dartmouth, and uh, right before deployment, like a couple of, like about a couple of weeks before we went on deployment. So the whole time we're on deployment, we're watching wrestling, and we're just. Now I haven't watched it for years at this point because yeah. I just I just fell out of it, and we get back, and he messages me and says Gary Williams has a school. Because uh, we went to a Wrestle Center show, the first one, and we're yep. sitting in the crowd, and I remember sitting there and going, "Wrestling's awesome! Like these guys are awesome. They're 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 but the production was not there." Yeah. And I remember sitting there going, like, why is there just a curtain in front of the door? I can see into the locker room. Like, there's no lights. There's no just, like, a little bit of oomph to, just to get them going. No and pizzazz, not, yeah. Yeah, no pizzazz. And not every venue needs it. Like, Pro Wrestling Unleashed doesn't need it. The lights are on. There's one sheet, and you go out. Um, but for a show like that, the forum, you want lights and everything. And yeah. uh, I remember that standing in my head. And then when my buddy messaged me and said, hey, uh, Gary Williams has a school and is working through Wrestle Center." I put two and two together and was like, oh, fuck, let's do this. Yeah. And jumped on it and we went up and I had a bit of money left from deployment. So I just paid it all up front and walked in the door and Gary, like I was wearing a Guns N' Roses shirt, I think. And he was wearing a Guns N' Roses shirt. And he said, man, anyone who listens to GNR is fucking stupid or like whatever. And I looked down at him and he's wearing a GNR shirt. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And he goes, exactly. We're all idiots. And I was like, okay. I was like, we're going to get along real well yeah. here. Yeah. Written in here. Mm. So you go through that. Yeah. Obviously, now you're involved in it. For you, do you model yourself off of anyone? 
Um, I was running around calling you the new HKO all night. I thought it was. I loved. I love it. I love the the edginess. That's where I got. I looked at you and I was like, yeah, I like that. I love the edginess there. That's what they brought back with his character. Yeah. Um, for you, who were the guys that you looked up to, modeled your sort of yourself off of to to get yourself going? When I started, I didn't know who to model myself after. I tried to be, you know, the bad biker dude. You know what I mean? Like wear a face thing over my face, come out with a, 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 a motorcycle vest. I'll send you the link to it. Cut, um, yeah. It's it's hilarious, and like we all start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and I just didn't like. I had a, I had a different name. It was Grayson King, <laughs> and it just yeah. It just uh, I don't know. That sounds like a WWE badass name, though. You know, well, the ones yeah. they give you when you come out of NXT, right? Yeah. <laughs> Introducing Grayson King. <laughs> so I uh, make everybody kneel for you or something. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, no, so I had a bunch of. Um, Maybe like not a bunch. I had like six matches underneath that name, and then someone's like, "Just use your normal name." But my real name is Justin Parsons Cody, and I'm like, "Well, that doesn't. That's not going to get anyone's attention." And I'm not going to go out there like a blue collar, like you know, uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, like trying to go out with the triple name gimmick. Um, so then I decided to use New Hook, which is uh, my biological father's name. Okay. Yeah. So I used that and. Um, it just sounds different. It's I've never really seen anyone like with that type of name. So it, it stands out and it, you know, you got the hook so you can put that in your merch and everything like that. And then I went, I, I went to go off with that and then I met Connors and, <laughs> and then we just instantly knew that we had to be a tag team. So. Hey man, it works. It works. Mm. Um, so again, building yourself up, is there moves that you like to use that you, look at as a signature or things like that. I know what yours are, but as you're progressing and growing your career, obviously you have to look and try to use things that are out there, but yeah. still remain true to yourself. Yeah. Is there, is there a wrestler's move set that you kind of like and kinda, maybe match a few together? I kind of, yeah, I match a bunch of together. I take some things from Sting, um, Samoa Joe, and I guess KO because of the pop-up. But I, I sit it with it. I like I like sitting it with all my moves. It makes a bigger impact, and uh, um, it just looks cooler. <laughs> In my eyes. If you're listening, he does his cooler. <laughs> uh, I, but I've, yeah, I've taken it from a few of those guys, and others have just been. I've seen some random person do like a type of stretch and then I'm like, okay, well I'll do it this way. Make it a little bit different. Like when I do the seated abdominal stretch, hundreds of people have done that before. Yeah. So I was like, I don't really like mark it off anybody, but I've seen it like one person. It's probably Hoovy. Like I love Hoovy. If I was a small guy, that's who I'd be. Like, that's who I'd want to be is like Hoovy Tugrera. But alas, I'm not, I'm six, two and two forty five. So <laughs> Listen, man, there's big men who get around that ring. You can do it. No worries. No worries. Yeah. I'll, sh- I'll, do- I'll hit a shooting star press once in my life. <laughs> hey, why not? Make it big. Go grand. The propeller outdoor show that they're trying to figure out. Yeah. Right I'll, do it. I'll do it off the roof for sure. Oh, yeah. Like your buddy did. Two stories up through a table. Get everybody yeah. hooked. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about this. Obviously, uh, local wrestling popping off right now. Lots of different events, things going on. Uh, we got the Mayhem at the Moose coming up. The thing that I was trying to, to get out of Troy, and I'll ask you the same thing, 
a lot of these shows, they may not be, you know, the same company putting it on, Propeller, Toothy Moose, whatever. But there's got to be a storyline somewhere where you can start maybe interweaving things just a little bit. Not even where you have a match, but just YouTube or social media or something. Yeah. Just have a little fun with it because I'm seeing, you know, Hollywood Cole going, you're going, Merrick's going, uh, Hubley's going, all these different guys that were just at Propeller are going. And I'm like, man, this, you easy. Just do something fun and just make it a thing so that when you guys finally do meet, you know, it could be yeah. or whatever. Uh, there's where downtown is so brand new. Yeah. That's like, so the next year, I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen like stuff be get intermingled and stuff like that. Uh, the only reason we really didn't do it with like pro wrestling unleashed and UCW is it's two completely different products, completely different products. So it's like kind of hard to intermingle like that stuff. We kind of can cause like, you know, Charlie runs his mouth and so does Cole and shit like that. And I'll smack yeah. him around. I'll smack him around UCW and I'll smack him around to Pro Wrestling Unleashed. So like I'll still do that anywhere. Uh but as for now, like there's there's definitely thoughts of wanting to do that and it's definitely doable. And I was just making the right people, put them in the right places so you can uh do good storytelling because that's really fun. Well, I think it would be really like I said, where there's more shows now popping up around each other. Yeah. I mean, even even if the onus was put on yourself or whoever, right? And just to, to take it a ball and run with it for a little bit and see what happens. I think people start following along with it. I know my buddies would. I know a lot of people around here would actually. Because yeah. that's what we're asking yourselves after the show. What would we want to see next time yeah. when these guys get together, right? And you'd yeah. want to know a little follow-up, you know, why? Why this? Why that? Yeah. Or whatever, right? Or just even because it happens now on social media, where big fights in real life, whether it's boxing, MMA, doesn't matter. One guy just happens to say something. The other guy gets wind of it. It yeah. becomes a thing. Everybody yeah. jumps in. I could see that snowballing here. And oh, absolutely. more eyeballs on you guys. Yeah. Well, we, um, Connors and myself, when we uh, started really getting out of the Maritimes and going to Quebec, uh, we went for a company with NSPW for a bit. And, we're just trying to figure out how can we branch out to other companies because we don't know anybody in these places. So like, how do we get their attention? And what really sparked it all off for us was we started doing promos and putting them out before matches. And they were just, they all looked the same. It was the same black backdrop with like, you know, one light that was coming down and, but it was very uniform. As soon as you seen that shot, you're like, Oh, it's a sabotage promo. So it was nothing, you know, there's little edits in there, like glitches and stuff like that. And it was just, it, it just gave us a vibe, I guess. Yeah. And then we had, then we had a guy, uh, Drew Onyx from Torture Chamber reach out to us, just message us. And he met us before through NSPW, but I never thought, you know, he'd want us or anything like that. And yep. he messaged us and was like, Hey, I saw your promo. Uh, we want to book you. I'm I'm, si I'm sitting at work at the time, right? I'm just sitting at my at the office desk and I was like kind of look up and I'm like you know, I, yeah. I, I, I video call Connors right away and I tell him and, and it was all it was all because of our promo he knew we he knew we were still learning to work and yep. he knew and he knew that uh, he knew we were extremely safe so it wasn't like we're he's gonna bring us up and we're gonna injure his students or anything like that he knew we were extremely safe so that was really nice but uh yeah that's where it all sparked was promos and I, I told so many people around here just put out promos and then Charlie starts 
banger promos and Cole puts out beautiful promos and it's really nice to see now. So now when Connors comes back from uh, New Zealand, we're going to start putting them out again because like, we have to now. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, man. Cause it's to me, it's just a way to amplify things. Right. And again, get eyeballs on you. Yeah. Then when people show up, they wait know who they're watching or what they want to see. Right. Speaking of the uh, downtown wrestling show coming up, wait till you see the promo that gets released for that. Oh, I cannot wait. I can't wait. Oh, now you got me all excited. It's so good. Like I saw, I saw a rough edit of it, and uh, it's nothing crazy. Like it's not like uh, not a lot of words are said, type thing like that. But uh, just the visuals, like alone, give me chills. Maybe because I'm maybe because I'm in it, and I'm a little bit biased. But it like it was it was good, and yeah, it. it it was really cold too. You understand what I mean when you, after you watch it, but it was really. Oh, cold. now it I, was gotta really go pester, I gotta go past the Ryan to show me it now. <laughs> it now. It, no, dude, it should be out in like the next day or two. They're just working oh. on the final bit of music and stuff, so it's gonna. Before I'd say that promo will be out before this will be out. Oh, I don't know about that. I had it pretty quick, <laughs> but no, I, I can't wait to see that. Obviously, um, talking about guys around here and promos and different things. What's on your radar? Who do you want to face? What is your main objective next year? Obviously, 2023 around the corner. What is on your plate that you want to achieve? And who are some people you want to face? Okay, great question. Uh, so one thing that I love in wrestling is storytelling. So if I can latch on to somebody that you know is going to be able to commit to it as much as you and has as much ideas as you and really want to grab people's attention, not about the huge moves and not about the just one little tiny single spot. It's about the buildup of everything. We had a great feud against heathens this year that was built for like almost a year slow build at the beginning and then it just ramp kept ramping up every time we faced each other and i was extremely proud of that um i kept on telling connor's like this was i'm very i'm proud of this over a lot of other things that we've done and we've done a lot of great things as well but that that really because tag team wrestling is awesome tag teams wrestling is the best type of wrestling there is and, I, and i'll fight anybody that that wants wants to wants to argue about it because it's, it's what about trio <laughs> wrestling trios is the thing now. it's tag that's tag, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. The more people, the better. Like yeah. honestly, um, but if we can do another tag feud this year with anybody in the Maritimes, that'll be amazing. Uh, we'll see who wants to form up and uh, challenge us because it doesn't matter if we have titles or not in any company around here. Everybody knows that Connors and myself sabotage is the best tag team around here, and it's only a it's only a matter of time before we take belts back. But belts. People need those more than we need them. Oh, oh, oh. there's a there's a promo right there. I'm gonna snap nah, that one. You got me hooked up. up. You got me hooked up. I need to do it now. Let's um, go. As for Let's as for uh, as for singles wrestling, uh, which is uh, something I really only branched back into this past year. Um, there's a guy named Rudy Lockhart that just came out of Troy School. And I, yeah, there's, there's, we, we've uh, interacted in the ring a couple times in training and there's just something there. Like all of his students coming out this year are, there's something there for all of them. Um, but Rudy's got just something in him. And Cameron is another guy I'd love to face. Um, Gabriel, like I said, all the guys from the school, but Rudy is definitely 
on my radar where I'm begging promoters to put us together. <laughs> I'm like, listen, if you don't have an idea yet, hey, let me face this guy. Um, and then from the show, from the last show where the asshole Dick Durning attacked my fiance, um, yeah, that's gonna happen next year, and he's gonna regret every bit of that. So that's that's a that's a dream match. That was a dream match before all this went down, and now he just screwed up because now he's made me angry. And it's like, all right, well, let's have fun. Let's see where this can go. All right, ideal match type against Dick. If you could pick any match that has been made in the history of wrestling, TLC what match would it be. TLC. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Is now is there a way to do a TLC match in these smaller promotions out here? Yeah, all you need. Well, we've done ladder matches. Uh, I don't know if you were at the um, UCW. Was it the Halloween show? I wasn't there, but I have watched videos. I ask about the TLC only because the added risk of different things, like guys probably pushing the envelope on certain things. Ah, we all know our limits and. We can push ourselves. We push ourselves. Um, yeah, we've had ladder match there in UCW and Spryfield. We were supposed to have a TCW or um, a TCW, a TLC match against Dark Side Express years ago at uh, the UCW show at the Forum. It was in like it was like the mini rink, um, huge yep. anniversary show, and it was like thirteen hundred people there. It was crazy. Like. It was just, it felt like this wasn't, it all came out of nowhere and it was great. But we went, we set up the whole day and then we were going to go hang the uh, belts from, there was an air duct up there. Yeah. That would have been perfectly centered. And the fire marshal's like, no, you can't do that. You might haul it down. I was like, we're not going to haul the fucking chain down. Like we know that we know to grab the thing and just haul the belts down. We're not idiots. And he's like, no, can't do it, can't risk it. What if someone falls and they reach for it? So, on the fly, we had Whoa. to change. We had to change it to just a a TLC match, but pinning. Like it was, it was just it didn't. It was it a no vibe. Yeah. Nah, it wasn't the same vibe. Great match, had loads of fun, uh, but yeah, it just wasn't the same as climbing up and getting that. You know. So then we had uh, a ladder match against uh, the boys, uh, Moon Dog and Max Power back yep. when they were the boys, and that. That's that's a match that I'm still extremely proud of. We blew the roof off. Yeah, we beat the hell out of each other. And I remember, I remember being in the back, and uh, my Marcus Burke was there, and I kept on saying, "Like, are you sure we should be the main event?" And he's like, "Yes." He's like, "You guys have built this up for months. You guys are all capable of this." And I was just, I'm like, I've I've questioned it years after, like multiple times when people when people have put us in main events. I'm like, "Are you sure?" And they're like, yes, it's go, like just fucking go. We wouldn't do it if we didn't trust you. Yeah, that's it. And it and it's also like, okay. And as soon as we get back from the match, he's standing there clapping. It's like, okay, like you know, we can do this. It's just yeah, like there's those mo there's those moments where you're like, I still view myself as a rookie, and I'm not yeah. a vet. I'm not a vet by any means, but I'm not a rookie green. anymore. Yeah, I'm not green yeah. anymore. So people are trusting, and 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 it's nice. But there's still like that. Are you sure? <laughs> you right. sure? let's do this one tag team wrestling any tag team from the past or present that you could wrestle who would it be and why FTR oh. hands down FTR 
And you know what? FTR's deals are coming up. Wouldn't that be something for the outdoor propeller show? Oh man, like just they're so good. They're so good in the ring with any style you want to put them in. They're not gonna do crazy high flying stuff, but they still do off the top rope stuff and it's still insane bumps. But their psychology for tag team wrestling is just perfect. <laughs> just fucking perfect. You see, you can you, they can wrestle two brooms and I would pay to watch it still. It's like, all right, you're, you're going to make this make sense. How are you going to do it? I don't know, but we're going to see. No, I would love to see that. I asked that question because, and I keep harping on this because it's something that I think is really going to be, it could be the next level thing. If you can get an outdoor propeller arcade kind of match or show for that matter if the weather permits out here on the east coast of course yeah how cool would it be just to blow the absolute doors off <laughs> and have some names out there like troy was saying you want a kurt angle to come you know just oh, trying to beat that door down because that's where that's what he wants right there is that's a, that's a lot of money and it you know what though talking to him it was inches away apparently from malachi black yep. being hanging around and being in there. So, you know, things can happen. Um, So just to talk this year coming up for you again, is there one goal you have in mind? Is there one thing that you would, when 2023 ends, you say, we did this or we have this. I know you shot the promo a minute ago saying it doesn't matter who has the belts. We don't need them. They need them more than we do. But is there something you want? Is it singles gold, tag gold, or just a type of match to end your year next year because you got a lot of building to do but what would you want to build to i want to um i might as well just put it in the universe because who knows that it might happen i want to have a full show that's a tag team wrestling tournament like a king of the ring style start with a bracket and by the end of the night there's one champion there's a tag team champion doesn't there's no belts or anything a nice trophy a nice trophy but a full tag team show where you don't get no singles wrestling or none of that shit it's all tag team wrestling the entire night why not i mean i can see it why not that yes let's do it but here's the thing as you pro like go through the night and you win your matches it could start off as a regular match Next matches, whatever type of match. Yeah. Then you build up to the end being the TLC. I mean, I I, I don't know if I want no, to no. put. You, you, I don't you know. want to do it. You got to go all the way. <laughs> I, don't, the I don't know if I want to put whatever tag teams get to the finals, make them wrestle three times that night, and then they got to go through a TLC match. That's a little. Do it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I Hell mean. I mean, I would just be down with just a gimmick match for sure, like some type of match, but. Oh, yeah, you're taking it to the extreme on that one, which I'm not. Once again, once again, I'm not against. I'm not against it. Uh, it was just if I'm gonna. There will be a, adequate time for you to rest up. Trust me. Yeah, but if I gotta ask a tag team to wrestle three times that night and then they ended off with a with a with a TLC match, I better be able to put a nice chunk of change in their pocket because it would be pretty unfair yeah, to ask. I think, them. I think a show like that would sell, though, right? If you. We're able to market it as the finals as a T, you know, a TLC match for yeah, yeah. whatever the ultimate tag team trophy, right? To walk away with it and yeah. whatever the, the glory is for that. But yeah, there's so much going on right now within wrestling that's got everybody's interest again. Yeah. You know, there's so much. 
for you, do you watch the mainstream stuff right now, or are you strictly yeah. watching the, uh, you know, the local, the indie, whatever you want to call it? Everybody's got a different name for it these days. I watch it all. Um, I don't like. I don't have cable. I got rid of that years ago, so I'll watch what stuff that I can get like a good like link or stream on or some shit like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't do it illegally, but, uh, <laughs> but the. Uh, yeah, I, I watch and then I, I follow stuff on social media. So if I see something great, I'll search it out online and then watch the match and study and stuff. Me, myself and Emily are really big on studying wrestling. So like she's a referee and we'll watch a match and we'll break it down and then go back. And now I'm watching the referee. She's watching the wrestlers and we're understanding why our jobs are the way they are. So my understanding there has gotten 10 times better because of her for that. But uh I just watch whatever catches my attention. Like if say like, you know, I got a bunch of friends and, and fans that just, we all send each other stuff and say, did you see this? Did you see this? Cause there's yeah. so much rest. Like I'll watch the pay-per-views. Yes. I'll watch almost every pay-per-view because they're great. Yeah. <laughs> Especially they're, they're great. The past, like the past few months, they've a lot of great stuff's been happening. But uh, as for like daily, like week to week, there's just so much. No, there is there's there's a lot. So much that like trying to watch all of it, it would be a full time job in itself. So, so I want to ask right now. Obviously, like I said, things are popping off no. for AEW and and WWE. You listen here, like you better calm down. You 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 dug one of my beers. I get all the questions I want. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, the wrestlers right now that catch your eye. You talk about FTR, but is there anyone else, Mike, skill wise, or even just a singles wrestler that you're you're watching right now and you're like, this person has it right now. This person has the magic right now. Fuck, I hate to say it, Charlie. Like just, <clears throat> around Charlie, here. Charlie, you, you can sit back right now and toot that horn mm. if you want, my friend. Nah, around here, like there's no one that can touch them. Like there's times I watch those promos and even if I hate them. It's like, it's, it's like, dude, that's that's good. You hit shit, and he, and he has he has his own vibe and everything. And it's like, I'd never be able to do that. It wouldn't look right, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's just got that that look about him that he's just annoying as fuck. So like, he can just get away with all the shit and put on all the like shiny clothing, and then the mullet and the mustache for that for some reason looks glorious that you want to smack it off him. So uh, he's yeah, he's he's great on the mic. Um, but as for just like a singles wrestler around, it could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be around here. Yeah, it I always think around here first. I'm just like trying to think around here first. Um, you know, someone just, I think is going to be on the uh, up and come. It, yeah. It's Cole. I I see him. I see him kind of like um, like a Miz, Robert Rude, MJF yeah. kind of kind of mold. Not the build, not the body build, because we all know the, the crowd let him know there's no ass. So, and his chest is so perfectly like nice and flat <laughs> that when you put him in that seat at the domino, it's just perfect for chopping. It's so good, so good. I'm not huge on chops, like it's like whatever, like it is what it is, and yeah, it's not my thing. But obviously, it's a part of wrestling. Uh, but anytime I'm facing him, I'm like, oh, you're fucked. So, yeah. you're just, you're getting that, chest, that chest is getting lit up. Like, yeah. But I mean, him <sighs> on the mic and the, the way that he was carrying himself, I don't know if they're going to do this. But if he ever turned on Hubley, 
That would be huge. I mean, I guess it's wrestling, so never say never. But, like, you know, we've had people come up to us and being like, oh, well, uh, we thought Connors was turning you on you at this match, or you were going to turn a Connors at this moment. And it's like, nope. Yeah, well, the only reason why I say that about Cole is because you can see kind of, like I said, with other guys, right, where he would probably want his shine, a la yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. moment, right? Well, I, I call I – call, uh, I didn't know if I, I don't know if I said it at the propeller show, um, but I no I think I forgot I was gonna call him the the wish version of Seth Rollins though. <laughs> so Charlie, if you're looking at it, like next time we're in the ring, that's getting fucking dropped for sure. Oh uh, my god, Charlie, <laughs> the wish version of Chris Jericho. <laughs> Same glitzy jacket. I mean the mullet, yeah. the hair's there. I mean, Chris never really had the. The face yeah. you know, the caterpillar going on, but it is what it is. Same kind well, of vibe, actually, though. Actually, Seth started wearing all the crazy stuff after Charlie started doing it, so they're keeping eyes on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, man, you never know. No, no, you no. never know. Listen, I I take this for everything that it's worth. Elliot Friedman in hockey, he always said, no matter what you do, make sure you do it the way that you want to do it and do it right, because you never know who actually is watching or listening. So you never know. True. You never ever know. And it is like you right. said, you didn't think that you know you guys would get that phone call and you're at work, yeah. right? Same thing. You never never thought, never put it together, but there it was, right? Yeah. All it's because cra- of what you did. It's crazy what that one promo opened up for us, though. Getting to work in like so many other companies, like in Ontario, and getting to go back on a regular, like every couple months basis. Like from the Maritimes, nobody else at the time was doing that. And I was doing that right now. Well, pandemic but uh but before the pandemic we were always there was five of us that was constantly six of us really that was always on the road and it was just it was really nice it was tiring at times and you fucking hated doing a 14 hour drive straight but when you got your crew with you it wasn't you do you weren't doing it alone so no you're with people that's the best part yeah. the roadies are some of the best times man oh it's uh, truly the best the stuff that we get into <laughs> Ask Moondog about the time that we evaded the police coming back from Ontario. <laughs> I will. We were just we we're in Quebec when it happened, but at, at, uh, yeah, um, just yeah, that was real fun. <laughs> I'm gonna ask that question. I can't really ask that All right, before we wrap up, we got the show coming up. Mayhem yes, at the Moose. Yes, Who are you fighting? Who are you wrestling? Do you know yet? Is that set? Can you say it? Um, and also, what are you looking forward to on that show? Uh, so I do know who I'm facing. Once again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it because I don't know if the promo will be out before this. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, so yes. like it's DVD. Yeah, but uh, I'm very excited for the match. I've wrestled this person once before, and we had a great flow. Great flow that it was like. <sighs> got excited halfway through the match about how like oh yeah this is how wrestling should be we don't have to talk like we talked and yeah. you know you, i mean we didn't talk uh uh but we yeah there was such a good flow there that both just chemistry. Came, huge yeah chemistry. just great great chemistry and we got both got in the back like we both went to other separate people and was like that was that was the way it should be all the time like you know and that will just build off that um I'm super pumped for it. That's what we shot the promo for this weekend for. 
Sweet. Yeah, so I'm super pumped for that. I'm super pumped to see Dino, um, Moondog, because yep. I haven't uh, I haven't seen him since. Well, he stayed at our place before he left to fly down to uh, Georgia. So, yeah, it's uh, just being able to see him because, like, we we used to live together at one point, and we just we were really we are really close. Um, and I just really miss that guy. <laughs> I really miss that guy. Just just being oh. able to get to see him and just sit down and like it helps that we're both both newbies and we just get on with our stupid shit when we're around each other and everything like that. But like that's that's what it's about, right? It's just having the bond and just not being able to fucking say anything and still bust out laughing at each other. And that's what it is with me. That's what it is with us. So listen, man, I will say you are probably one of the most genuine people that I met. And I just bumped into you at the side of the ring and we started talking like it's all all to the new HKO and the rest of the night was history from there, man. I love the video. I'm going to add it in as the intro to this of you smashing the beer and me (laughs) celebrating afterwards. So that's going to be the intro to this pod. Um, I super appreciate the interaction there and here. Um, Look forward to seeing you at the Toothy Moose. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's Um, a it's a crazy venue as well it's really cool so i'm fired up to to get around this and again hype it up and have some fun because that's what it's all about man but i appreciate you joining me here hope to get you back on throughout next year sometime anytime anytime. and just hang out and crash it okay and then when you uh have you met connor's yet i have not okay so when he gets back you'll meet him and you'll understand why we're a tag team we're both the same person like it's 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 very it's very crazy. We're both the same person. We're both wall vibe, and, and he loves doing this shit too. So, no, we'll get it all on here. We'll have the whole sabotage crew. Let's do it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This right here is offside hockey talk. We usually do hockey, but you know, if you follow this podcast, we do wrestling, we do comedy, we do everything here. So make sure you follow along with this show and go check out the big show, Mayhem at the Moose, with this man right here, the Newfoundland Nightmare, Justin Newhook. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll check you next time. Cheers.